My name is Sagata Pignano, and I'm a junior. I'm a physics major, and I'm also a member of FASU and the co-chair of the Kababayan Committee, which translates to fellow countrymen. And yeah, like Janika said, this committee is just focused on political action and activism for not just issues going on in the Philippines, but Filipino-American issues going on in the States as well. Posse is the Filipino American Student Union, and it's just a community where people can get together on campus to celebrate Filipino culture. You don't have to be Filipino to join, the majority of us are, and we just participate. We work together to put on different events to just celebrate Filipino culture. For example, in spring quarter, we put on Filipino Cultural Night, which is where we do a bunch of dances and tell stories that celebrate Filipino culture. We also do the Filipino Youth Leadership Conference, where we invite Filipino high schoolers from around the Bay Area come to Stanford and learn about Filipino history and Filipino culture. And it's just like a really welcoming space for people at Stanford, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I, I, could, I could comment on this as well. Um, so basically the Philippines has a really unique history of colonialism and imperialism from Spain and the United States. Um, and when you are looking at like the, who, who the land belongs to, it's never really belonged to the Filipino people or the indigenous people who it rightfully should belong to. And it's these things that are like, like imperialism, neo, neocolonialism and imperialism provide all these ways where even now that the Philippines is quote unquote independent, there are still ways that their land is being controlled by these miners and these loggers um, and indigenous people are just being pushed out of their own lands. So when we talk about celebrating indigenous Filipino culture, we talk about like reclaiming the land from these loggers, from these miners that are basically exploiting Filipinos for their resources. You want to talk about it, Janica? <laughs>
Um, I mean, just like it, it the event Environmental Justice Dinner originated in 2013 after Typhoon Haiyan um, swept through the Philippines and like wrecked a lot of the farmland. So it was uh, originally put on as an event to fundraise relief efforts for that, but it just turned into an annual thing since there's always um, environmental injustice happening in the Philippines. It just became this annual dinner where we would talk about what's going on there, the mining companies, the logging companies, um, the government neglect after natural disasters. Um, we would basically invite a bunch of different student groups from the Bay Area, specifically like Filipino student groups. And we would kind of have a presentation about it and also invite them to speak on their efforts, um, on their efforts to kind of like provide relief for the Philippines. And overall, it was kind of just this collaborative space where we all brainstormed ideas and shared what we were doing to strive for environmental justice in the Philippines. Yeah, I can speak like personally for me, um, it's connected me to so many other activists in the Bay Area, specifically Filipino activists. That's really useful for like, if we wanna hold rallies or other events in the future, um, we have this network where we have this like group of people who's always down to rally for environmental justice in the Philippines. Also, we fundraise at all the environmental justice dinners. So people donate money. And I don't remember the exact amount that we raised at the last environmental justice dinner. It was somewhere in the hundreds, but a lot of that went to um, the Taal Volcano Relief, which was a uh, volcano that erupted in the Philippines that devastated a lot of farmland. Um, and also just bringing awareness in general to issues that are going on in the Philippines that the media doesn't really cover.
Janica, if you if you have <laughs> if you have thoughts, you can go. I can talk a little bit about it. Sorry, if you want to go, Janica, don't like <laughs> feel free. Yeah, I can um, just like piggyback that, piggybacking off that more in the lens of, I guess, like the Philippines. Um, like as I was saying earlier, the Philippines has a pretty unique um, colonial history. So this is just like a very brief like history, like to put it in context. But when the Spain, when the Spanish took over the Philippines, a lot of communities fled to the mountains where the Spanish couldn't reach them, right? Um, and consequently, like as time went on. The people in the mountains kind of became this like indigenous community who were untouched by Spanish culture and the rest of the Philippines really adapted this kind of like hybrid of like indigenous and Spanish culture. Um, and also the Spanish used like this thing called the colonial mindset as a tool of colonization where they really instilled this idea that oh like Filipino like indigenous Filipinos are bad they're underdeveloped dark skin is bad um, and because of that, a lot of Filipinos have grown to resent kind of the indigenous Filipinos. It's a similar dynamic to that of the United States, right, where Native Americans are heavily oppressed in today's society. So when we look at environmental justice in the Philippines and we see that all these mining companies, these logging companies are in the mountains, which is really rich in resources, and they're pushing these indigenous groups out the government doesn't really care. And uh, to disregard the fact that we are actively harming indigenous communities when these um, mining companies come in 
that just further oppresses these indigenous communities in the Philippines who already face many injustices. Um, like, um, they're, they're more, they're, sorry, <laughs> they're killed at a higher rate by the Duterte regime as well. And they just have all these stereotypes against them that were instilled from the colonial mindset. Um, I guess just like always centering indigenous voices is something that I've been trying to do. And because these are voices that have been silenced in the past, I think it's really important that we elevate their voices and listen to their stories, especially since they're the ones that are being the most affected by these acts of environmental injustice in the Philippines. Um, just spreading awareness in general of things that are going on in the Philippines, how indigenous groups are being pushed off their land, how the government is neglecting the people after natural disasters. Um, a lot of the, these issues don't get covered in the media because it actively benefits the Philippine government when these mining companies, and it actively benefits them to not provide relief for the people. And the Philippine government and the US government have been known to collude a lot in the past and have like a to have like a corrupt relationship. So that's partly why a lot of this isn't covered in the media. So just actively trying to spread awareness is also really helpful. Janica, if you have anything to add. Yeah, I, I can go first. Um, in terms of 
um, global improvement for environmental justice. I think recognizing that a lot of countries have really unique problems rather than trying to tackle it is oh, we all need to come together and solve this environmental crisis. Um, really like listening to the unique problems that different countries have is super important in the global effort to, um, to provide environmental justice. And I guess like in terms of environmental justice at Stanford, I think like more cultural awareness is like really what Stanford needs, which I, like, I appreciate as having this podcast and listening to like different um, cultural groups because a lot of, uh, I feel like a lot of Stanford, it's just mainly focused on like, I don't know, like divesting from fossil fuels, which is really important, but Stanford also reflects a very diverse community of students who all come from different places who are affected by different environmental injustices um, and showing solidarity and being able to fight for each other is also really important. Um, and I guess like for my own work, hmm. yeah, I guess I'm always just trying to learn more. Um, the issues going on in the Philippines is super complex. And I never really feel like I have my whole head wrapped around it. Also just how it relates to the bigger structure of like imperialism in the world. and the general idea of imperialism, colonialism being linked to all these, to climate change and all these environmental injustices going on in the world is something that I really want to wrap my head around and learn more about.
Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for putting on this podcast. I